guys. I know it's been it's been a minute. I think it's been like four weeks. But I've um <laughs> I will have to admit that I kinda let fear get to me. And that's that's a problem, right? I talked to one of my good friends whom I haven't seen in a while and she always encourages me and so I just I I just had to come on and do this. But I I Something that's really been on my heart, on my soul, on my mind is these things called attachments and uh, ego. And a part of me felt that I wasn't qualified or I didn't know enough to, to talk about this. And that kind of stopped me from, from, you know, talking about it on the podcast. And it was so funny to me because... For whatever reason, I could not move on from this topic. <laughs> like, like every week, I would I would be like, well, okay, so what can I talk about instead of that? And I couldn't come up with anything. It nothing was just nothing else was in my spirit. So I really feel like this is something that really needs to 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 be said, and um, and pretty much, I think it's just a matter of just letting go, letting go of, of what we are holding, holding onto and reliving every day, right? That it's this, this, the pain, the unforgiveness, the, the hurt, the, you know, the feeling that nobody cares for you the feeling that no one no one loves you um holding on to the past past relationships even holding on to an image of something in the future that you don't necessarily have now but something you're 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 an objective something that you're trying to obtain whether it's a lifestyle or money or what you see on social media all those things are are kind of like attachments and even even with your kids you know you can have an an attachment that's so strong to your kid that you lose your sense of self and if your kid isn't who or what you imagined them to be uh then it causes you some type of pain so if you think about an attachment it's something that you're holding on to that you've identified with and something that causes you to become emotional thinking about it, right? And I like to call that an an attachment. Um, I've realized over the past couple of weeks is that I had some attachments to um, to my future um having this sense of i want it to be this way it needs to be this way and when it doesn't really play out the way that i desire for it to then it causes me to to lose a sense of myself um even with you know like thinking about my past and how I was 
battling with low self-esteem. Um, and actually that's how, you know, these, this, uh, this topic came to mind because I didn't realize that I was still holding on to an insecure person's mindset in certain instances in my life. Um, I, I've attached myself to a feeling or an experience that I had when I was battling low self-esteem and when I get into places where there are a lot of people or um, huge places uh, or even small places, I I get anxiety because I feel like I'm going to be noticed. <laughs> and when I was battling with low self-esteem, one of the things that I I ran away from was being noticed. And wow. Uh, <laughs> I really, I, I kind of really just kind of had, um, <laughs> had an, an epiphany and <laughs> like literally <laughs> at this very moment, because now that I think about it, you really, you, wow. Okay. <laughs> you really need to renew your mind okay because a lot of the things that you're holding on to that happened in the past they're impacting you in this very moment they're stopping you from reaching a certain area or a certain level in life that you're desiring to desiring to go and I, I, I literally just had an an, <laughs> an epiphany about myself, just just literally talking about how I felt at that time. Um, and as you can see, just slightly thinking about something that happened in the past, how it can cause you to feel a certain way. And that's energy. And energy in motion is what we call emotions. So if you think about something in your past, whether it's something good or something bad, then there's an attachment to that. And what we have to understand is that things change, right? And it's it's no longer happening. And when you identify yourself as something that happened back then you're holding on to that and if you don't see it now then it causes you to have frustration um it causes you to lose sight of your goals like it like I just realized that (laughs) it's doing me um I have to be completely honest like as I learn I share um like I didn't I didn't realize how how that really was affecting me in in every every area and I'm a firm believer guys in I'm a firm believer in assessing yourself like I can't say that enough if you're thinking about something that happened in the past and it's generating fear, anger, rage, um it it makes you want to cry You've attached yourself to that because that experience has a hold on you, 
It's, it has a hold on you. And that means that you haven't really let go of it and embrace the moment of now where you absolutely can, where you can absolutely decide to be free from that thing. Because if we continue to allow the experiences to reoccur in our, in our minds, it limits us from really enjoying the moment of now. And yeah, you may, you may be happy, but as we know, or if you don't know that happiness is conditional, it's based on what's going on for the moment. And I think we all know is that that's going to change. (laughs) Change is inevitable. So it will change. And we don't want our happiness to be based on things that are going on around us. We want to have an everlasting joy. And that's the joy inside of us in, 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 in us realizing this, this moment called now. If you literally just, just sit back and embrace the now, then you can see that all is well, <laughs> that all is well, and that you're not really lacking anything that you really don't need. You don't need anything. You're still breathing. You're still living. But as soon as you would start to attach yourself to something that you're trying to get to, and, and don't get me wrong, when we think about the things in the future, yes, it's great to have a purpose and have a to have a purpose and have a goal and trying to reach somewhere. I'm not talking about that, but when when you have this goal so much that this goal that it impacts your ability to enjoy the present moment and and be content with what you currently have, then I think that is that can be a problem. Um, I think we have to, we can get so caught up in, we can get so caught up in what's not here yet, right? Because what happened in the past is no longer there. It's no longer happening. It's reoccurring in our minds, but it's no longer happening. But we allow those emotions to come up in our body. We allow that energy to fill our body and it causes us to to feel a certain way. And then we have the things in the future that's that's not there yet, but we see it in our minds. And we we have to be able to I, identify, you know, If I'm working on my goals, yes, I want to be thinking about the future, but I also need to be aware of the moment, the very moment called now, right? So I guess, (laughs) I guess what I'm really trying to say is that if you just look at where you are now, wherever you you might be if you're in your car if you're at home I'm not asking you to think about what's going on in your life I don't want you to think about what's going on because you know seasons change things things change and you you have to know that it's gonna get better but God wants us to 
to know that and and it's even it's it's in the bible that there's a season for everything a time to laugh a time to cry a time to work a time to play there's there's a time for everything and i i i want you to to just take a deep breath inhale and exhale don't think about what's going on in your life don't think about where you're going and just think about right now that you're alive, that you're breathing, that you have a roof over your head, that you have a car to drive, and that you've, you've, you've had a meal. Just think about, I'm alive. I have a chance to, to, to get things together, and it's all about choice. But we don't want to get caught up in identification with the things that's going on in our minds. So our minds are conditioned from the things that we've experienced in the past. And it's so easy for us to look at our current situations with um, a blinder of the past. And we, we're we reacting to, to the very moment and to our future with the eyes of the past. And we have to let go of that, and we can't no we can no longer identify ourselves with something that happened in the past. We can at this very moment decide who it is that we're going to be and what we're going to do with ourselves so if if you desire to just be happy, don't think about what someone did to you or and I, I'm not disregarding your pain. I, I don't want you to think that I, I want you to disregard it, but I want you to understand that it's not happening to you right now. It's the replaying of it or whatever that situation is. You're replaying it in your mind. You're replaying it in your mind and it's causing you pain. The Bible says to renew your mind. We we have to renew our mind and and i just i encourage you to to let it go it's okay to let it go it's okay god knows what happened to you god knows what you've been through he knows that but he wants to take you higher and you can't go higher holding on to baggage of the past and i i don't know why i just felt in my spirit but for the person who who may not have had a clean and clean and clear past, or maybe have, has been promiscuous, or maybe have made a lot of bad decisions, uh, maybe as a mother or as a friend, or, or maybe just as a woman. I want you to understand that you can choose to be something else. You can choose to be a better person right now. You can choose to let go of what you think other people believe believe that you should be you can choose to let that go and my good friend says shut the fear up and that's kind of what she told me today and said stop worrying about if you're qualified stop worrying about if you if you what people are gonna say or if you're you know eligible to talk about a such thing as attachments and ego and you know what I love her for that you have to shut the fear up like my friend says and you have to 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 try something new because what you've been doing 
hasn't been working, right? If you've been getting the same results and you keep trying and you keep trying, but you're not doing anything different, it's time for you to, to, to switch it up. And I encourage you to, to, I encourage you just to embrace the very moment of now and every minute thereafter begin to to think about love think about joy think about peace think about growth think about the freedom the liberation that you feel from just letting go like i'll never forget that feeling or when I I chose to walk away from who I thought was the love of my life, <laughs> when I knew that I wasn't going back to this person, I felt such liberation. I knew that I was free, and that that's actually the uh, what encouraged me to to you know start liberating lives, and it, it's that very reason because that liberation that I felt and you can get that same liberation from just letting go of of whatever it is that you're holding on okay I I know that what you went through it made you who you who you are today but you have to understand that things change and if you're holding on to this thing it's preventing you from changing. And like I said, God wants to continuously elevate us and he has to elevate us and he has to allow us to go through different things to, to mold us just like the, um, the, just like the clay. He's the potter and you're the clay and he has to mold you. You have to go through certain changes like uh, just think about the potter. Sometimes they use their hand to create certain um, certain curves or designs in the clay, or sometimes they'll use a utensil. So he's molding us. Okay, so we have to uh, we have to go with the flow and stop going against the grain. He's trying to take you somewhere higher. <laughs> and you know, I I just encourage you to let it go. Don't identify yourself with that anymore. If someone hurt you, stop pointing the finger. Stop pointing the finger. Vengeance is the Lord's. Vengeance is the Lord's. Stop pointing the finger. Stop pointing the finger and move on. If somebody touched you when you were younger, someone sexually assaulted you, I know that it hurts. I know that it hurts. I know you, you you replay it in your mind over and over and over again. But you can use that to to help someone else instead of holding on to it. Because it's it's when we we talk about it, it's when we encourage someone else that we can also get healing. We can we can get even more healed than we are now. We can get closure just from talking about it. So talk about it to a close friend. Talk about it. Encourage someone. Um, there's so many youth out here who may be going through some of the same things. And you can, instead of holding on to that and having anger and allowing that anger to, to cause sickness, because that's what it does over time. And you can research that. Being angry and holding on to uh, the past, it can cause sickness in our bodies. So you have to be careful about holding on to 
what someone did to you and replaying those images in your mind. If if you're going to hold on to it, use it, use it in a manner that's going to bless or, or help someone else, right? Take your experience and help someone else. Okay. Don't hold, stop holding on to it and stop identifying with it and stop saying that I'm this because of this. You're not, you're not, you're not anything that God didn't say that, that you were. God fearfully and wonderfully crafted you in his own, his own image. Okay. And, and we have to read his word so we can know what, what he says about us and how he feels about us. He loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son. Like that's love. I don't care. That is freaking love. That's love. <laughs> he loves you that much. Yeah, you went through what you went through. But what what can you learn about it? How can you how can you make yourself better from that instead of holding on to it and being angry and continuing continually being the victim? How can you make yourself better? Like I said, there's there's an ops an opportunity in every obstacle that we face. And I'm always assessing myself when when certain things happen around me and it causes me energy in my body, energy in motion in my body, and I can feel it. And I'm aware that I'm either angry, frustrated, nervous. I'm aware of that and, and I'm quick to say, well, where is this coming from? Where did where did this generate from? Where did this this fear come from? And I I think that that's what we that's what we need to do. I think that's that's what we need to do. Um, I'm sorry that it took so long. And like I said, y'all, this this is a learning experience. Like I was I was nervous. I didn't think I really didn't feel like I was qualified to 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 even talk about this. And I really hope that y'all are getting something from it or you're getting from something, you're getting something from it and maybe you can apply it in some way, shape or form. But, um, I just, I just really feel that, you know, God needed me to get this out and I, I give it all over to God. And I know that the right person will hear it at the right time. And, and I firmly believe that I strongly believe that. But um, this is short, short and sweet, and I just, I really hope that God blesses your hearts and gives you the strength to endure whatever it is that you're you're going through, and continue to to seek after Him. There's so much in His Word in the Bible that that can just change your life. I, I encourage you to to start reading. And that's what I'm doing. I'm getting closer to him. I'm getting closer and closer to him because I I want to fulfill my purpose here on earth. And I want to be in his will. And I think if I'm in his will, then <laughs> I'm getting some of the milk and honey. <laughs> you know, I'm living the good life. And... um I I just want to s- continue to be in a state of joy. That that's that's my desire. I I love being joyful and I love you know giving joy 
and making and seeing other people smile as a result of, of my light that's shining from God that's within me. And um, I, I, I'll continue to, to feel myself so that I can, you know, so that I can share with you guys what I'm learning. And I, I really hope that you got something from this. And please, please leave me comments or anything, feedback. I, I'd love to hear from you. And I, I really hope that you've been blessed by by this. And I'm sorry that you had to wait so long. And uh, it's a learning experience for me. As I learn, I share. As I grow, I share. <laughs> As I make mistakes, I share, and um, and that's that's what it's about. It's um, I'm growing, and um, that's great. So y'all stay sweet, stay safe, stay encouraged, and I love y'all. And until next week, y'all be good. Bye y'all. Peace and love, friends. Peace and love. Um, I am back for another episode and I think this one is, um, I think it will be especially beneficial to someone and I pray that, um, it is my prayer that, uh, I help someone in some way, form or, sh- form or fashion. I know that, um, God will allow that, <laughs> but, um, welcome Welcome back, and if you're visiting for the first time, I just want to say welcome, and I am Nikita Littlejohn. That's so funny, I was just about to say Nikita Jones, which is my alias at work. <laughs> so fake, but I'm so real, but um, yeah. So, um, I actually, this week, I have... A few things that I want to talk about. <laughs> it's been an eventful week. Um, but as you guys know, as I learn, I share. <laughs> as I grow, I share. As I experience different things, I share. And um, I'm always self-evaluating these experiences and pretty much seeing how I can grow from them or what can I learn about myself from them. And, um, I, I, I can't stress it enough. I think I say it in almost every one of my, um, my podcasts, my episodes that self-evaluation is important, self-assessing ourselves to determine why it is that we're feeling a certain way when a certain thing happens, right? Life is unpredictable. We can't expect everything to just be a-okay every all the time. Things are going to happen that are going to make something in us resist, right? And we have to be aware of that. And then when we're actually aware of, you know, that thing that we're feeling, um, as I stated before, like um, hurt, anger, anxiety, when we begin to feel that and we have that awareness and um, that's the Holy Ghost. I mean, if, if you're a Christian and if you've accepted Christ into your life, you have this thing called the, the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will, <laughs> he will, it will let you know 
um, when you're feeling a certain way. And um, I, I think that's like a, a warning symbol to say, hey, something's going on here. Why am I feeling this way? And what's the root cause of it? Root cause evaluation, right? <laughs> root cause analysis. And um, assess yourself and see where is this coming from. Think back um, to first thought or first occurrence in your life and, and start to heal from there. And um, the, the goal is to be whole, complete, healthy, and wealthy <laughs> in Jesus' name. But But that's the goal. And that's how we grow as individuals, as women, um, and as you grow, you share. That's the, that's the best part because um, as we grow, just like with a tree, you know, as it grows, it begins to bear fruit, not for itself, but for those who are hungry, right? <laughs> so that's that's why we want to, um, sharing is important, sharing our experiences and testimonies are is is beneficial, um, and it helps us with the process, right? Because as you continue to share, you also continue to learn. And for me, that's important. But for this week, um, I, I'm a singer. If, if some of, if you don't know, I sing and I'm actually working on some things, but, um, sometimes I just, uh, when I, in my alone time with God, I, I just kind of worship in song. Um, and I, I'm not the religious type that says you have to pray this way. This is my alone time with God and, um, he's given me a gift of song and I like to use that to bless his name. So in my alone time with him, I'll just, whatever comes to my heart, um, just as if I were praying, I, I would, I just sing it. Right. And this whole week. Lord, rest on me. Uh, rest on me <laughs> was was on me this week, and even in my prayer, you know, I I was asking that God rest on the people when I'm serving at church, and I'm like, rest on your people, rest on their hearts, and um, like the dew in the morning, and I I believe that was um, that's from someone's song. She says, like the dew. In the morning, something like that. But rest on me like the dew. When you, when you look outside in the mornings and you see the dew on the grass or the dew, uh, the morning dew in your car, and it's just resting there very lightly. <laughs> it's like weightless, right? And it's like, I want that. I want the, the spirit of God to rest on me like that in every area of my life. And um, I want to encourage you um to let him rest on you rest in that area that's hurting you let him rest rest on you and and uh, you cast that on him and let him make your life a little bit easier let him take that away from you uh find that peace in him let it rest on you so i want to encourage encourage you to to just feel his presence cuz he's he's always there he's he's always there and um, sometimes we get so caught up in our daily lives, right? We get so caught up in, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to be here by this time, that we sometimes just don't acknowledge him in that very moment. 
right? We can, we can acknowledge him in all that we do. And, and that's a simple awareness of, of realizing that he's there, right? And to me, that's beautiful. And in my relationship and my growth and, and my development, in my development as a Christian, as a servant to Christ, I, um, I, I just, I want to acknowledge him in everything that I do. And, um, and I believe that, that that's, I, I believe that we could do that. And, and that's my prayer that you just let him rest on wherever you need him to. I want him to rest in every area of my life. And, um, so that I can have that peace, right? But then also, um, I wanted to, um, I had been thinking about um, prayer, right? And for a long time, I I knew, right? I knew that the Lord was telling me that I needed to get closer to him, that I needed to have a relationship with him like none of, none other. I knew that the spirit was just telling me, you know, spend some time with him, you know, pray. And, you know, I would find myself taking a shower and I, I, I would think about praying, right? I would think my prayer in my head, <laughs> like seriously, like, I'm like, I don't know if it's just that I just didn't, feel like praying or it was a lazy way for me to just think about it instead of actually talking (laughs) I know that's kind of weird but I mean even if I'm lying in bed and I the spirit is telling me to pray I think about it but but I don't actually say the words (laughs) and um you know even anywhere that is what would happen I don't know if it's because I don't like I, I I like to talk but I also like to be I, I like to be social is what I mean but I also like to be alone and sometimes I don't like to talk and um I think that stems from my childhood when um I had I was struggling with low self-esteem and um I really didn't talk so I think it kind of stems from there thinking that God knows all and he is all and he should be able to read my thoughts (laughs) but there's a reason why God spoke things into existence right he didn't think things into existence only he had to speak them um that's why he encourages us to be careful what we speak but in your prayer time, it is important that we actually speak because we have to actually give God the authority to intervene here on earth. Just like, um, just like his word says, we, we have to give him the authority to intervene in our lives. Um, and I know you may not understand that, but I've been, I've, I've been listening to this powerful man of God. His name is Dr. Miles Monroe. He's no longer here with us on earth. His his time was up. And um he's he has done like some mighty, 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 mighty things here on planet Earth. And um I encourage you to look him up on YouTube uh and look up his 
the sermons regarding prayer and why we needed Jesus Christ. And I, I'm telling you, you'll be blown away. You will be blown away. Maybe after studying it a little bit more, you know, maybe if, if you don't have the time, then I can kind of reiterate what it is that he he said about God and why we have to verbally give him authorization to intervene um, in our lives. Um, but that that thing was powerful. You guys have got to listen to Dr. Miles Monroe on, on YouTube. He's a an awesome, mighty man of God. And I, I promise you, he'll have you changing up a lot of things that we've just formed out of habit or tradition or just seeing, you know, religion, you know, just doing what you saw this person do or that person do. And we really got to seek the Bible, seek the Lord for ourselves, right? And we really have to study, not just read. I mean, you read the newspaper, <laughs> you read books, but something you can actually study a book, but you should study his word to to show yourself approved and not not just read it and you know and th that's where we get lost right so but i encourage you to listen to dr miles monroe and he spells it m y l e s m u n r o e and I, since i'm on the topic of Dr. Miles Monroe. If you can, um, the first book that I'm going to be discussing with you guys is called Waiting and Dating. <laughs> oh my goodness. It is a great book. This is for the single ladies, but it also has some valuable information that could help a woman who is already in a relationship or in a marriage, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you guys that you want to get this book. But if you don't, it's okay, because I'm going to go through it chapter by chapter with you. Um, and we're going to break it down, okay? Because I want to be whole, healthy, and complete for whomever my husband is. And I want to make sure that I'm I'm whole in God, uh, before I, I join with someone. And I'm telling you, the information in this book, is, it's waiting and dating. Let me look at my notes really quick. Yeah, waiting waiting while dating. Just shish kebab. Let me, let, me, let me make sure, but it's waiting while dating. Let me look at my eyebooks really quick. But it's from Dr. Miles Murrow. Yep, it's waiting and dating. But honey, sugar baby chat. It's good, but um, we're going to go, I'm going to go through that chapter by chapter and just kind of highlight some of the, some of the most important points that I find, you know, to be important or may have, may be relevant to me. So I encourage you to get the book because you may find something else that's, you know, that kind of, that's relevant to you, right? But I'm going to go through it nonetheless. But, you know, so back to praying without ceasing. So I, I would, like I said, I would just be thinking about praying or kind of saying what I would be speaking in my mind. 
thinking that that would suffice. It actually doesn't. And I just think it was me being lazy or tired. And even when I would be thinking, I would find myself like drifting off or thinking about other things. And it's like interrupted. Um, And, you know, that's not cool. (laughs) That's not cool because when you think, when I think about like a relationship or something, communication is important, right? When When you're in a relationship with someone, communication is important and you can't just think and then think that your partner or boyfriend or girlfriend uh, knows what it is that you have to say, right? So it's the same way with God. Of course, he's more mighty and powerful and it's just great. He's my everything. (laughs) But um, it's the same way. Like we can't just treat him even though he's he's physically not here with us he's a spirit um he's a spirit being we still have to have that communication with him and when you're communicating or you want your partner to communicate with you they have to make time for that can you imagine how think think about how you feel when your partner is setting a time specifically for you to communicate, to ask you, how was your day? That makes you feel a freaking amazing. It would make me feel a freaking amazing because this person loves me so much that he sets time apart from his busy day to talk to me and ask me questions and, and you know, communicate to me, period, right? And we have to be like that with God, right? I, he, he, that time is valuable, not only to yourself, you're developing a relationship, you're building a relationship with him. So pray without ceasing, just like the Bible said, just like the Bible says, you pray without ceasing, right? So that's something that I want to talk about, but I will tell you, I will tell you that this past week, little over a week um i've been indulging myself in prayer and y'all let me tell you after i listened to the dr miles monroe's uh sermon on youtube right i incorporated some of the things that he was saying like giving god the authority to intervene in whatever area in your life right saying god you know, I give you the authority to come in and take care of this situation or take care of this situation. I give you the authority to come in and do this, that, and another. But let me tell y'all something. But I have been doing that, right? And I promise you, I woke up late. I think that was Monday. I woke up late and I had, um, I, I've made, I also have made a conscious decision that my son and I will pray before we leave this house. So we meet at the door uh, before we leave. We, we, meet at, we meet at the door and we say a prayer. One morning I'll pray or I'll ask my son to pray. And my son is, a, he can pray, okay? My son is and shall continue to be a praying man. And, but we pray before we go and y'all, I mean, it works. 
because I woke up late, right? And regardless of the fact that I woke up late, I prayed at the door, we got in the car and I literally prayed, I prayed for, um, getting to our destinations in his timing. I prayed for, (laughs) um, smooth traffic, right? And, you know, pray. Those are just some of the things that, that we we pray for at the door. But let me tell y'all, when I tell y'all for two, two or three days, I've had no issues with traffic. And then, <laughs> let me tell you this. I prayed for productivity at work. I pray that God, you know, intervenes and he touches my customers' hearts. And allow them to understand the information that I was communicating. I asked that he allowed, he strengthened me and my ability to, you know, you know, stay out of my emotions on the phone because I I deal with customers on the phone and, um, you know, upset customers and sometimes they can get to you, right? I'm not going to lie because like I said in another podcast, I'm human, right? And there's only so much of disrespect that I could take on, you know, one phone call, right? So you tend to get in your emotions and I'm not saying, you know, that's right. I mean, I'm not cursing them out or anything like that or being disrespectful. It's just you get in your emotions, right? But just praying to, to just have understanding and be more quick to, to, hear and not to speak, right? To have understanding, right? It's like my parents are saying, understanding and knowledge kind of go, um, understanding and wisdom, you know, go hand in hand. So, you know, having an understanding and the wisdom and to not to react, right? To these people. And, you know, I'm just praying that I had no issues, guys, no issues whatsoever. Now, let me tell you this now. When you're praying like that, you got to have faith. Like, I have this this confidence that God is going to take care of take care of me. He has to. In the kingdom, another thing that Dr. Miles, y'all need to listen to Dr. Miles Monroe talking about the kingdom, right? Or, or do some research on how a kingdom is run because in the kingdom of heaven, it's the king's responsibility to make sure it's his citizens have everything that they need, right? Because his citizens are a reflection of him, right? I am a reflection of God and it's his responsibility to to take care of me and I have faith in him doing that. So when I pray, I know and I have an expectation that things should go a certain way because I am a child of the king, right? And I believe that, okay? So I, I walk in that. (laughs) but um I pray for those things and um pray for those things and I promise you guys I've had no issues what so freaking ever (laughs) and you know and I I'm aware of it I'm consciously aware that things are going so much better with me praying and on top of that I have less anxiety. I have and I struggle with anxiety from time to time and I I realize that it's because I'm doing things in my own will. 
right? So when you're doing things in your own will or in your own strength, frustration comes in, anxiety comes in, right? Because things are happening outside of your control. (laughs) Ain't God good? Okay, God is good. He is super duper good. Uh, but when, when you realize that, that there are things that you can't control, then, you know, you get frustrated, you get angry, you get anxiety, there's tension all in your body. And when you, when you start to build a relationship in Christ and you build build that relationship with God, you have this peace. Because you know that it's going to be taken care of. And I tell y'all, I, I, I feel great. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel good. And then when I feel anxiety coming, coming on, because like, I, I'm a major control type of person. Like I like things to go a certain way. And I do things a certain way so that I can get a certain outcome. Because I have that type of control issues. So I don't like it when things don't go according to plan, right? And um, I tell you, when, when I feel these things, I, like I said earlier in the beginning, I rest in him. I let, I let him rest in, in me, on me. And, and it, it just brings about this certain peace because it, it reminds me, my spirit reminds me, hey, you're a child of God. Why are you having these feelings? And you know what? At that moment, you quickly have to say, okay, I got it. Now, don't resist that feeling, right? Don't, don't resist. Don't resist it when you're, the Holy Spirit says, hey, what's going on? Hey, why are you doing this? Hey, why are you feeling this way? Don't resist that. Don't deny that feeling. That's the Holy Spirit unctioning you saying, hey, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't in alignment with Christ, right? So that's that's when you say you check yourself and you step back and you say, okay, all right, I see what it is. There's nothing that I can do. This is outside of my control. God, you have to fix it. I give you permission to intervene, take care of it. I know you're going to do it. You, you, you know how this is going to end. You see the end from the beginning. I'm not worried about it. Take care of it. You know the desires of my heart. You have no choice but to take care of Evan. I believe that you will. If not today, it will happen in in your timing, right? So, you know, just having that faith and awareness and non-resistance to the spirit unctioning you, you know, jerking your jerking, jerking your, your soul and saying, Hey, uh-uh, girl, uh-uh, sister girl. No, ma'am, this is not Christ-like. You're feeling angry. You're about to go off. You're about to take it out on the wrong person. You're hating this person. You're cursing this person out. You know you ain't supposed to be doing that. That's not Christ-like. Let it go. Let it go. Which brings me to my next point. So... Now that we, I, I, that's just, I prayed before I started the podcast and I just prayed that it blows. Amen. And 
I said, uh, let it go. And that literally brought me to my next point. So I thank God for that. I want to ask this. So. What. What are you what are you giving up during your walk with Christ? Hmm? Ask yourself that. Think about it. What are you giving up for your walk with Christ? <laughs> Again, what are you giving up for your walk with Christ? So I went to a wedding. I went to a wedding and I'm I'm not ashamed to say I'm not religious or anything, but I occasionally, I occasionally drink wine and, um, just a glass. Usually it's just social, social drink of wine. And, um, or sometimes when I, when my son is, a is away and, you know, it's just some, I'm home alone and I'm just relaxing. I'll get a, a glass of wine. And I usually, most times after a glass of wine, I just go to sleep. <laughs> not even getting um but uh i was out i was out um at a wedding and i wanted wine i i the fleshly part of me wanted wine but there's this Unction, the like I said earlier, the the Holy Spirit, right? It's just kind of like pinching at me. Uh uh, no. Hey, though, kind of like what? What? I just want one glass of wine. I drink wine, and it said no. But my flesh wanted it. My flesh wanted it. I didn't really need it. You know, but you know, it's a social gathering, you know. I'm amongst friend I'm amongst family. It was actually family and I wanted wine. And my spirit said no. And from that moment I knew that I needed to give it up. And that's what I'm going to do. And that that leads me to this point. I I want to know what are you giving up for your walk with Christ? Because if if I'm always thinking about relationships, because you, you your you have a relationship with God, right? And if you think about a rela- a relationship between you and your partner, sometimes your partner isn't going to like something about you that you do right it's not gonna like it and i i know that um i know that um sometimes they accept things about you that they don't kind of like but then there are some things that you know you willingly change for your partner you willingly do it right and sometimes I, I will say that sometimes we willingly change thinking that it's going to keep a man or stop a man from, from leaving. 
but I'm not talking about in, in those cases. I'm talking about the thing that you willingly give up or change about yourself for your a husband or a boyfriend just to make your relationship stronger, right? So what are you giving up doing your walk with Christ? And uh, the Lord put on my spirit, Galatians 5, right? Galatians 5, 22. Um, and I'm, I'm, I have the information here and I, I want to read it for you. And it says uh, 5, it's 5, 22 through 23. And it says, but the fruit of the spirit, right, is love, joy, peace, forbearance, forgiveness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So that's the fruit of the Spirit. So if you have the Spirit of God in you, those are the things that you should be, you know, should be doing. You should be walking in love. You should be walking in joy, peace, forbearance. You should be walking in kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And you should have self-control. And that's the fruit of the Spirit, right? Those are the things that manifest and that should manifest in your life as a result of having the spirit of God in you. Now, I want to read some some uh, chapter some verses before that. And um I, I'm going to ask you another question. So it says this it's Galatians 5 but it's from 13, right? It says this. You my brothers and sisters we're called to be free. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. I love you. <laughs> For if you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. Right? We don't want to do that. So I say, walk by the Spirit. And I just explained to you what walking in the Spirit is. You, you're walking in love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, right? It says that. So it says, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Hence, the flesh wanted some wine on Saturday. I wanted some wine. The fleshly part of me wanted some wine okay <laughs> for the flesh amen listen to this it says for the flesh desires mm -mm -mm, what is contrary to the spirit right and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh they are in conflict do you see what i'm saying they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. <laughs> God is so good. Like it's in his word. What I was battling with on Saturday. With what my flesh wanted. But what my spirit was telling me. They are in battle with each other. Honey boo boo. They're in battle with each other. Now, I'm going to read that little part again. It's a. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want but if you are led by the spirit 
you are not under the law. Now, it goes in to explain the acts of the flesh. Amen. So, now it says the acts of the flesh are obvious. Amen. You already know what they are. But, for the Bible's sake, I'm going to go ahead and read them. It says the acts of the flesh are Flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy. Uh 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 uh. Jealousy, girlfriend. Fits of rage, also known as anger. Selfish ambition. Hmm. Selfish ambition, okay, worried about yourself, are we? Selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, hating on people. You hating? Okay. Drunkenness, mm-hmm, Miss Whiny Wine Wine on Saturday. Yes, I wanted some wine. I'm truthful. I'm going to be real. I wanted some wine. Drunkenness. But I don't get drunk. Now, I ain't never been drunk before. Um, Drunkenness, orgies, and the like. So it means that there's more. Okay? Then it says, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And again, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Mm-hmm. Against such things there is no law. Listen to this. I haven't highlighted my friends, girlfriends, honey boo-boo. It says, those who belong to Christ. Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Crucify the flesh. I just named a lot of the fruits of the flesh. Um, Since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Now, I want to ask you first and foremost what are you still holding on to are you still holding on to unforgiveness because of what some somebody did to you are you holding on to that are you really walking in the flesh holding on to something as simple as unforgiveness are you because of unforgiveness are you holding on to hatred Are you still hating this person? Are you still calling this person the person that they were, even though it's 20 years later, even though the person may have changed and God has forgiven you and you still holding on to it? Are you holding on to unforgiveness, which also can turn into hatred and envy and disgust for the neighbor that you're supposed to love as yourself? I don't care who, who they are or what they did. God forgave you for your nasty sins and you should forgive others.
for their nasty sins. Christ died for everybody. He died for every single last one of us. And he gave you grace. You should have grace and mercy towards someone else who despitefully used or maybe abused you. When you choose to walk in the spirit, you realize that the spirit is just, when you, when you just let the, the spirit of God rest on you, there's no way that you can hold on to it. There's no way you can hold on to, ang- to angry, hate, anger, hatred, bitterness. Uh, you want to naturally let those things go. So I ask you, what is it that you're willing to give up for your for your walk with Christ? What is it that you need to let go of to have a stronger relationship with Christ? Something may be stopping you. Right? Something can be stopping you from this beautiful relationship. I mean, there's nothing better than walking in just the peace of God. (laughs) Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so joyful. It's total bliss. And we can have that. But if you're holding on to the fruit of the flesh, you're stopping your growth as a Christian. And you're hurting yourself. You're hurting your walk. And as the Bible says, those who choose to um those who choose to to walk in flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. So are you really going to be your own stumbling block? Are you really going to be your own stumbling block because your baby daddy did you wrong? Are you really going to let that be a stumbling block in your way? My son's father did did me wrong. But you know what? He's a growing individual just like I am. I had to learn a lot of things. And obviously, he still has a lot to learn. He was growing during that time. And if he was hurting me like that, I can only imagine the unspoken hurt that that he may be going through. So just think about that person who caused you pain or who hurt you imagine the hurt that they must be going through right for them to do that to you just imagine who might have hurt them who might have touched them who may have beaten them black and blue who may have mistreated them so badly that they held on to it for years and years who abused some somebody when they were when they were young and they held on to it and began to become their abuser. To begin to do the things that someone did to them. But we don't know about that. Because it's unspoken. Right? Who are we to, to hold on to that? Our future, our walk in Christ deserves that freedom of just letting it go. Right? The Spirit of God is just. That's so beautiful. So beautiful. There's peace in that. I was telling one of my coworkers um, that 
regardless of what, you know, what my son's father did to me, what I went through in my relationships to this day, even though, you know, everything may not be, you know, he may still not be doing what I feel that he should be doing as a parent, regardless of what he did to me, I still love him with the love of God. I really do. I really do. And I I want nothing but the best for him. Trust me, I want him to heal and, and to be whole in God because there's beauty in that. And it's only God who can allow you to completely put what they did aside and still love. Even without hearing, I'm sorry. Only God can give you the strength to do that. Only God can. Right? So I I ask you to think about what it is that you know you need to give up for your walk with Christ. What do you need to give up for your walk with Christ? Strengthen your relationship with him. To free yourself. And have full access to the kingdom of God. Right? There's nothing like having the keys to the kingdom. To go in any room and and have whatever it is that you want. Can you think about that? Just think about that. Being a little kid. Having the keys to every room in the, in the kingdom and the kingdom of heaven. Come total access to anything that you want. That's beautiful. Why would you block your access to that? Mm. It's not worth it. No, ma'am. Nothing is worth it. Nothing is worth it. And when the spirit is done, I'm done. Because if I keep going, I'll just be in myself. But my spirit man is saying that that's enough. So um, I'm going to have to end it there. But I I, I encourage you. I encourage you, ladies, to um, think about what you need to give up for uh a better relationship with God. Mm. I know what I need to give up. I need to give up that wine. <laughs> so I'm giving up that wine. No more wine for me. <laughs> no more wine. And I'm absolutely fine with that because the keys to the kingdom of heaven is uh, worth way much more than drunkenness. Amen. So, uh, I I encourage you to let God rest in you. To let him rest on you like the dew in the morning. Ooh, Jesus, let him rest on that area in your life where you're hurting. Let him rest on it. I promise you, he'll give you a peace. Ooh, a joy. Amen. And then you need to pray. Pray without ceasing. Hey, I'll tell y'all. I pray, I've started to pray for everything. <laughs> I'm waiting in line. I, I, I pray. 
I pray. Um, sitting in the car, you can literally pray doing anything. And I've started to do it. And I'm telling you, there's this uh, this feeling that you, you you have when you're doing it. it and like I, like I said, it's not just the prayer that you need. You also need to have that faith behind it, knowing that God will do exactly what he said he's going to do. And I believe it because ain't no, ain't no sense in not having the faith and the expectation, right? And just praying and, and nothing's going to happen if you pray without having faith, right? Faith is the key on top of the prayer, hand in hand. So pray and have faith that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know that God's going to do it. That you know that God's going to do it. Hey, yeah. Um, so pray without ceasing and then think about what you need to give up, right? Think about what you need to give up, ladies. And... That's all for me, folks. Y'all remember, okay? I'm praying for y'all. Um, if if you're if you're listening to this and you're still listening to it, um, I pray for you, and um, I pray for your strength. And in whatever situation you're going through, I pray for a sound mind, and I pray for sweet sleep, peaceful sleep peaceful rest and that you wake up energized in the morning y'all know i prayed for for good sleep and then i i prayed for um to wake me up on time fully energized and my pastor said something tonight at bible study he said he prayed for a supernatural rest or supernatural sleep and i said oh i'm gonna pray for that because ain't no ain't no sleep like that Cause like you can go to sleep at whatever time and God still gives you the amount of sleep that you need and however many hours you're sleeping for. So I believe that God can do it, right? I, I believe, okay? God ain't got no choice but to, to act. But I, I'm just praying for a sweet, sweet, supernatural rest for you tonight. I know you need it. And then I pray that Whatever time that the Lord sees fit for you to wake up, that he gives you the energy of a, of a toddler and that you are productive in uh, doing his will for the next day. I pray, I pray that for you. Uh, let him rest, rest, rest in your area of, of pain, your area of growth, that area that's a little difficult for you at this point. And I know that he'll do it for you. I'm praying for y'all. And I love you. I love you to life. So stay sweet. Stay, stay. Stay blessed and stay encouraged. Love y'all. Talk to y'all next week, y'all. Y'all be praying now. Pray without ceasing. Bye, y'all. Peace and love, friends. Peace and love. Um, I am back for another episode and I think this one is um I think it will be especially beneficial to someone 
And I pray that um, it is my prayer that uh, I help someone in some way, form or, sh- form or fashion. I know that um, God will allow that. <laughs> but um, welcome, welcome back. And if you're visiting for the first time, I just want to say welcome. And I am Nikita Littlejohn. That's so funny. I was just about to say Nikita Jones, which is my alias at work. <laughs> so fake, but I'm so real. But um, yeah. So um, I actually, this week, I have a few things that I want to talk about. <laughs> it's been an eventful week. Um, but as you guys know, as I learn, I share. (laughs) As I grow, I share. As I experience different things, I share. And um, I'm always self-evaluating these experiences and pretty much seeing how I can grow from them or what can I learn about myself from them. And um, I, I I can't stress it enough. I think I say it in almost every one of my um, my podcasts, my episodes, that self-evaluation is impo- important, self-assessing ourselves to determine why it is that we're feeling a certain way when a certain thing happens, right? Life is unpredictable. We can't expect everything to just be a-okay every, all the time. Things are going to happen that are going to make something in us resist, right? And we have to be aware of that. And then when we're actually aware of, you know, that thing that we're feeling, um, as I stated before, like um, hurt, anger, anxiety, when we begin to feel that and we have that awareness and um, that's the Holy Ghost. I mean, if, if you're a Christian and if you've accepted Christ into your life, you have this thing called the the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will, (laughs) he will, it will let you know, um, when you're feeling a certain way. And, um, I, I think that's like a, a warning symbol to say, Hey, something's going on here. Why am I feeling this way? And what's the root cause of it? Root cause evaluation, right? (laughs) root cause analysis and um, assess yourself and see where is this coming from think back um, to first thought or first occurrence in your life and and start to heal from there and um, the the goal is to be whole complete healthy and wealthy (laughs) in Jesus name but but that's the goal and that's how we grow as individuals as women um, and as you grow, you share. That's the, that's the best part because um, as we grow, just like with a tree, you know, as it grows, it begins to bear fruit, not for itself, but for those who are hungry, right? <laughs> so that's that's why we want to, um, sharing is important. Sharing our experiences and testimonies are is, is beneficial um, and it helps us with the process, right? Because as you continue to share, you also continue to learn. And for me, that's important. But for this week, um, I I'm a singer. If if some of if you don't know, I sing and I'm actually working on some things. But um, 
sometimes I just, uh, when I, in my alone time with God, I, I just kind of worship in song. Um, and I, I'm not the religious type that says you have to pray this way. This is my alone time with God and, um, he's given me a gift of song and I like to use that to bless his name. So in my alone time with him, I'll just, whatever comes to my heart, um, just as if I were praying, I, I would, I just sing it. Right. And this whole week, Lord, rest on me, uh, rest on me <laughs> was, was on me this week. And even in my prayer, you know, I, I was asking that God rest on the people when I'm serving at church and I'm like, rest on your people, rest on their hearts. And um, like the dew in the morning, and I I believe that was, um, that's from someone's song. She says, like the dew in the morning, something like that. But rest on me like the dew. When you, when you look outside in the mornings and you see the dew on the grass or the dew, uh, the morning dew in your car, and it's just resting there very lightly. <laughs> it's like weightless, right? And it's like, I want that. I want the, the spirit of God to rest on me like that in every area of my life. And um, I want to encourage you um, to let him rest on you. Rest in that area that's hurting you. Let him rest rest on you and, and uh, you cast that on him. And let him make your life a little bit easier. Let him take that away from you. Uh, find that peace in him. Let it rest on you. So I want to encourage, encourage you to to just feel his presence because he's he's always there. He's he's always there. And um, sometimes we get so caught up in our daily lives, right? We get so caught up in, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to be here by this time that we sometimes just don't acknowledge him in that very moment right we we can acknowledge him in all that we do and and that's a simple awareness of of realizing that he's there right and to me that's beautiful and in my relationship and my growth and and my development in my development as a christian as a servant to christ i um i i just I want to acknowledge him in everything that I do. And um and I believe that that that's I I believe that we could do that and, and that's my prayer that you just let him rest on wherever you need him to. I want him to rest in every area of my life and um so that I can have that peace, right? But then also um I wanted to um, I had been thinking about um, prayer, right? And for a long time, I I knew, right? I knew that the Lord was telling me that I needed to get closer to Him, that I needed to have a relationship with Him like none of none other. I knew that the, the Spirit was just telling me, you know, spend some time with Him, you know, pray, and you know. I would find myself taking a shower and I, I, I would think about praying. 
<laughs> right? I would think my prayer in my head. <laughs> like, seriously, like, I'm like, I don't know if it's just that I just didn't feel like praying or it was a lazy way for me to just think about it instead of actually talking. <laughs> I know that's kind of weird, but I mean, even if I'm lying in bed and I, the spirit is telling me to pray, I think about it, but, but I don't actually say the words. <laughs> and, um, you know, e- anywhere that is what would happen. I don't know if it's because I don't like, I, I, I like to talk, but I also like to be, I like to be social is what I mean, but I also like to be alone and sometimes I don't like to talk. And um, I think that stems from my childhood when um, I had I was struggling with low self-esteem and um, I really didn't talk. <laughs> so I think it kind of stems from there thinking that God knows all and he is all and he should be able to read my thoughts. <laughs> But there's a reason why God spoke things into existence, right? He didn't think things into existence only. He had to speak them. Um, That's why he encourages us to be careful what we speak. But in your prayer time, it is important that we actually speak because we have to actually give God the authority to intervene here on earth. Just like like his word says, we, we have to give him the authority to intervene in our lives. Um, and I know you may not understand it, but I've been, I've, I've been listening to this powerful man of God. His name is Dr. Miles Monroe. He's no longer here with us on earth. His, his time was up and, um, he, he has done like some mighty, 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 mighty things here on planet earth and um i encourage you to look him up on youtube uh and look up his the sermons regarding prayer and why we needed jesus christ and i i'm telling you you'll be blown away you will be blown away maybe (laughs) after studying it a little bit more you know maybe if, if you don't have the time then i can kind of reiterate what it is that he he said about God and why we have to verbally give him authorization to intervene um in our lives um but that that thing was powerful you guys have got to listen to Dr. Miles Monroe on on YouTube he's a an awesome mighty man of God and I I promise you he'll have you changing up a lot of things that we've just formed out of habit or tradition or just seeing, you know, religion, you know, just doing what you saw this person do or that person do. And we really got to seek the Bible, seek the Lord for ourselves, right? And we really have to study, not just read. I mean, you read the newspaper, (laughs) you read books, but something you can actually study a book, but you should study his word to to show yourself approved and not not just read it and you know and th- that's where we get lost right so 
but I encourage you to listen to Dr. Miles Monroe and he spells it M-Y-L-E-S, M-U-N-R-O-E. And since I'm on the topic of Dr. Miles Monroe, if you can, um, the first book that I'm going to be discussing with you guys is called Waiting and Dating. (laughs) Oh my goodness, it is a great book. This is for the single ladies, but it also has some valuable information that could help a woman who is already in a relationship or in a marriage. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you guys that you want to get this book, but if you don't, it's okay because I'm going to go through it chapter by chapter with you. Um, and we're going to break it down. Okay. Because I want to be whole, healthy, and complete for whomever my husband is. And I want to make sure that I'm I'm whole in God uh, before I, I join with someone. And I'm telling you, the information in this book, is, it's waiting and dating. Let me look at my notes really quick. Yeah, waiting, waiting while dating. Just shish kebab. Let me, let, me, let me make sure, but it's waiting while dating. Let me look at my eyebooks really quick. But it's from Dr. Miles Monroe. Yep, it's waiting and dating. But honey, sugar, baby, chat. It's good. But um, we're going to go, I'm going to go through that chapter by chapter and just kind of highlight some of the, some of the most important points that I find, you know, to be important or may have, may be relevant to me. So I encourage you to get the book because you may find something else that's you know that kind of that's relevant to you right but I'm going to go through it nonetheless but you know so back to praying without ceasing so I I would like I said I would just be thinking about praying or kind of saying what I would be speaking in my mind (laughs) thinking that that would suffice it actually doesn't and I just think it was me being lazy or tired. And even when I would be thinking, I would find myself like drifting off or thinking about other things. And it's like interrupted. Um, and, you know, that's not cool. <laughs> that's not cool. Because when you think when I think about like a relationship or something, communication is important. Right. When you, When you're in a relationship with someone Communication is important and you can't just think and then think that your partner or boyfriend or girlfriend uh, knows what it is that you have to say, right? So it's the same way with God. Of course, he's more mighty and powerful and it's just great. He's my everything. (laughs) But... um, it's the same way. Like we can't just treat him, even though he's he's physically not here with us. He's a spirit, um, he's a spirit being. We still have to have that communication with him. And when you're communicating, or you want your partner to communicate with you, they have to make time for that. Can you imagine how? Think think about how you feel when your partner is setting a time specifically 
for you to communicate, to ask you, how was your day? That makes you feel a freaking amazing. It would make me feel a freaking amazing because this person loves me so much that he sets time apart from his busy day to talk to me and ask me questions and, and you know, communicate to me, period, right? And we have to be like that with God, right? I, he, he, that time is valuable, not only to yourself, you're developing a relationship, you're building a relationship with him. So pray without ceasing, just like the Bible said, just like the Bible says, you pray without ceasing, right? So that's something that I want to talk about, but I will tell you, I will tell you that this past week, a little over a week, um, I've been indulging myself in prayer. And y'all, let me tell you, after I listened to the Dr. Miles Monroe's uh, sermon on YouTube, right, I incorporated some of the things that he was saying, like giving God the authority to intervene in whatever area in your life, right? Saying, God, you know, I give you the authority to come in and take care of this situation or take care of this situation. I give you the authority to come in and do this, that, and another. But let me tell y'all something. But I have been doing that, right? And I promise you, I woke up late. I think that was Monday. I woke up late and I had, um, I, I've made, I also have made a conscious decision that my son and I will pray before we leave this house. So we meet at the door uh, before we leave. We, we, meet at, we meet at the door and we say a prayer. One morning I'll pray or I'll ask my son to pray. And my son is, a, he can pray, okay? My son is and shall continue to be a praying man. And, but we pray before we go in, y'all. I mean, it works. Because I woke up late, right? And regardless of the fact that I woke up late, I prayed at the door. We got in the car and I literally prayed prayed for um, getting to our destinations in his timing. I prayed for (laughs) um, smooth traffic, right? And, you know, pray. Those are just some of the things that, that we we pray for at the door. But let me tell y'all, when I tell y'all for two, two or three days, I've had no issues with traffic. And then, <laughs> let me tell you this, I prayed for productivity at work. I pray that God, you know, intervenes and he touches my customers' hearts and allow them to understand the information that I was communicating. I asked that he allowed, he strengthened me and my ability to, you know, you know, stay out of my emotions on the phone because I, I deal with customers on the phone and, um, you know, upset customers. And sometimes they can get to you, right? I'm not going to lie because like I said in another podcast, I'm human, right? And there's only so much of disrespect that I could take on, you know, one phone call, right? So you tend to get in your emotions and I'm not saying, you know, that's right. I mean, I'm not cursing them out or anything like that or 
being disrespectful. It's just you get in your emotions, right? But just praying to, to just have understanding and be more quick to to hear and not to speak, right? To have understanding, right? Just like my parents are saying, understanding and knowledge kind of go, um, understanding and wisdom, you know, go hand in hand. So, you know, having an understanding and the wisdom and to not to react, right, to these people. And, you know, I'm just praying that I've had no issues, guys, no issues whatsoever. Now, let me tell you this now. When you're praying like that, you got to have faith. Like, I have this this confidence that God is going to take care of take care of me. He has to. In the kingdom, another thing that Dr. Miles, y'all need to listen to Dr. Miles Monroe talking about the kingdom, right? Or or do some research on how a kingdom is run because in the kingdom of heaven, it's the king's responsibility to make sure is his citizens have everything that they need, right? Because his citizens are a reflection of him, right? I am a reflection of God and it's his responsibility to, to take care of me and I have faith in him doing that. So when I pray, I know and I have an expectation that things should go a certain way because I'm a child of the king, right? And I believe that, okay? So I, I walk in that. <laughs> but um I pray for those things and um pray for those things and I promise you guys I've had no issues what so freaking ever <laughs> and you know and I I'm aware of it I'm consciously aware that things are going so much better with me praying and on top of that I have less anxiety. I have and I struggle with anxiety from time to time. And I, I realize that it's because I'm doing things in my own will. Right. So when you're doing things in your own will or in your own strength, frustration comes in. Anxiety comes in. Right. Because things are happening outside of your control. God good. Okay, God is good. He is super duper good. Uh, but when when you realize that that there are things that you can't control, then you know you get frustrated, you get angry, you get anxiety, there's tension all in your body. And when you when you start to build a relationship in Christ and you build that relationship with God, you have this peace because you know that it's going to be taken care of. And I tell y'all, I, I, I feel great. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel good. And then when I feel anxiety coming, coming on, because like, I, I'm a major control type of person. Like I like things to go a certain way. And I do things a certain way so that I can get a certain outcome because I have that type of control issues. <laughs> so I don't like it when things don't go according to plan, right? And um I tell you when when I feel these things, I 
like I said earlier in the beginning, I rest in him. I let I let him rest in in me, on me, and and, and it it just brings about this certain peace because it it reminds me, my spirit reminds me, hey, you're a child of God. Why are you having these feelings? And you know what? At that moment, you quickly have to say, okay, I got it. Now, don't resist that feeling, right? Don't don't resist. Don't resist it when you're, the Holy Spirit says, hey, what's going on? Hey, why are you doing this? Hey, why are you feeling this way? Don't resist that. Don't deny that feeling. That's the Holy Spirit unctioning you saying, hey, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't in alignment with Christ, right? So that's that's when you say you check yourself and you step back and you say, okay, all right, I see what it is. There's nothing that I can do. This is outside of my control. God, you have to fix it. I give you permission to intervene, take care of it. I know you're going to do it. You, you, you know how this is going to end. You see the end from the beginning. I'm not worried about it. Take care of it. You know the desires of my heart. You have no choice but to take care of it. And I believe that you will. If not today, it will happen in in your timing, right? So, you know, just having that faith and awareness and non-resistance to the spirit unctioning you, you know, jerking your, jerking, jerking your, your soul and saying, hey, uh-uh, girl, uh-uh, sister girl. No, ma'am, this is not Christ-like. You're feeling angry. You're about to go off. You're about to take it out on the wrong person. You're hating this person. You're cursing this person now. You know you ain't supposed to be doing that. That's not Christ-like. Let it go. Let it go. Which brings me to my next point. So... Now that we, I, I, that, that's just, I prayed before I started the podcast and I just prayed that it flows. Amen. And it, I said, um, let it go. And that literally brought me to my next point. So I thank God for that. I want to ask this. So what? What are you what are you giving up during your walk with Christ? Hmm? Ask yourself that. Think about it. What are you giving up for your walk with Christ? <laughs> Again, what are you giving up for your walk with Christ? I went to a wedding. I went to a wedding. And I'm I'm not ashamed to say I'm, I'm not religious or anything, but I occasionally I occasionally drink wine and um just a glass. Usually it's just social social drink of wine and um or sometimes when I when my son is a is away and you know it's just some I'm home alone and I'm just relaxing out get a, a glass of wine and I usually most times after a glass of wine I just go to sleep <laughs> not even kidding um but 
uh, I was out. I was out um, at a wedding. And I wanted wine. I, I, the fleshly part of me, wanted wine. But there's this unction, the, like I said earlier, the, the Holy Spirit, right? It's just kind of like pinching at me. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, well, what? I just want one glass of wine. I drink wine. And it said no. But my flesh wanted it. My flesh wanted it. I didn't really need it. You know, but you know, it's a social gathering, you know. I'm amongst friends. I'm amongst family. It was actually family. And I wanted wine. And my spirit said no. And from that moment, I knew that I needed to give it up. And that's what I'm going to do. And that that leads me to this point. I want to know what are you giving up for your walk with Christ? Because if, if I'm always thinking about relationships because you, you, you're, you have a relationship with God, right? And if you think about a, rela- a relationship between you and your partner, sometimes your partner isn't going to like something about you that you do. I, it's not going to like it. And I, I know that, um, I know that, um, sometimes they accept things about you that they don't kind of like, but then there are some things that, you know, you willingly change for your partner. You willingly do it. Right. And sometimes I, I will say that sometimes we willingly change thinking that it's going to keep a man or stop a man from, from leaving. But I'm not talking about in, in those cases. I'm talking about the thing that you willingly give up or change about yourself for your a husband or a boyfriend just to make your relationship stronger. Right. So what are you giving up doing your walk with Christ? And um uh, the Lord put on my spirit, Galatians 5, right? Galatians 5, 22. Um, and I'm, I'm, I have the information here and I, I want to read it for you. And it says, uh, five, it's 5, 22 through 23. And it says, but the fruit of the spirit, right? Is love, joy, peace, forbearance, forgiveness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So that's the fruit of the spirit. So if you have the spirit of God in you, those are the things that you should be, you know, should be doing. You should be walking in love. You should be walking in joy and peace, forbearance. You should be walking in kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and you should have self-control. And that's the fruit of the spirit, right? Those are the things that manifest and that should manifest in your life. As a result of having the spirit of God in you. Now, I want to read some some of chapter some verses before that. 
And um, I'm going to ask you another question. So it says, this is Galatians 5, but it's from 13, right? It says this, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. I love you. (laughs) For if you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. Right? We don't want to do that. So I say, walk by the Spirit. And I just explained to you what walking in the Spirit is. You're walking in love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness. Right? It says that. So it says, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Hence, the flesh wanted some wine on Saturday. I wanted some wine. The fleshly part of me wanted some wine. Okay? (laughs) For the flesh, amen. Listen to this. It says, for the flesh desires mm -mm -mm, what is contrary to the spirit. Right? And the spirit What is contrary to the flesh? They are in conflict. Do you see what I'm saying? They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. (laughs) God is so good. Like it's in his word. What I was battling with on Saturday with what my flesh wanted, but what my spirit was telling me, they are in battle with each other, honey, boo, boo. They're in battle with each other. I'm going to read that little part again. It says, they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now, it goes in to explain The acts of the flesh. Amen. So now it says the acts of the flesh are obvious. Amen. You already know what they are. But for the Bible's sake, I'm going to go ahead and read them. It says the acts of the flesh, flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, Discord, jealousy, uh 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 uh, jealousy, girlfriend, fits of rage, also known as anger, selfish ambition, hmm, selfish ambition, okay, worried about yourself, are we? Selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, hating on people. You hating? Okay. Drunkenness. Mm-hmm. Miss Whiny Wine Wine on Saturday. Yes, I wanted some wine. I'm truthful. I'm going to be real. I wanted some wine. Drunkenness. But I don't get drunk. Now, I ain't never been drunk before. Um, Drunkenness. Orgies. And the like. So, it means that 
there's more. Okay. Then it says, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And again, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Mm-hmm. Against such things, there is no law. Listen to this. I haven't highlighted my friends, girlfriends, honey, boo-boo. It says, those who belong to Christ, Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Crucify the flesh. I just named a lot of the fruits of the flesh. Um... Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Now, I want to ask you, first and foremost, what are you still holding on to? Are you still holding on to unforgiveness because of what some somebody did to you? Are you holding on to that? Are you really walking in the flesh, holding on to something as simple as unforgiveness? Are you, because of unforgiveness, are you holding on to hatred? Are you still hating this person? Are you still calling this person the person that they were, even though it's 20 years later, even though the person may have changed and God has forgiven you and you still holding on to it? Are you holding on to unforgiveness, which also can turn into hatred and envy and disgust for the neighbor that you're supposed to love as yourself? I don't care who, who they are or what they did. God forgave you for your nasty sins and you should forgive others for their nasty sins. Christ died for everybody. He died for every single last one of us. And he gave you grace. You should have grace and mercy towards someone else who despitefully used or maybe abused you. When you choose to walk in the spirit, you realize that the spirit is just, when you you just let the, the spirit of God rest on you, there's no way that you can hold on to it. There's no way you can hold on to ang- to angry, hate, anger, hatred, bitterness. Uh, you want to naturally let those things go. So I ask you, what is it that you're willing to give up for your for your walk with Christ? What is it that you need to let go of to have a stronger relationship with Christ? Something may be stopping you, right? Something can be stopping you from this beautiful relationship. I mean, there's nothing better than walking in just the peace of God. (laughs) Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so joyful. It's total bliss. And we can have that. But 
if you're holding on to the fruit of the flesh, you're stopping your growth as a Christian. And you're hurting yourself and you're hurting your walk. And as the Bible says, those who choose to um those who choose to, to walk in flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. So are you really gonna be your own stumbling block? Are you really gonna be your own stumbling block because your baby daddy did you wrong? Are you really gonna let that be a stumbling block in your way? My son's father did did me wrong. But you know what? He's a growing individual just like I am. I had to learn a lot of things. And obviously, he's, he still has a lot to learn. He's, he was growing during that time. And if he was hurting me like that, I can only imagine the unspoken hurt that he, that he may be going through. So just think about that person who caused you pain or who hurt you. Imagine the hurt that they must be going through right? For them to do that to you. Just imagine who might have hurt them, who might have touched them, who may have beaten them, black and blue, who may have mistreated them so badly that they held on to it for years and years, who abused some somebody when they were, when they were young and they held on to it and began to become their abuser. To begin to do the things that someone did to them. But we don't know about that because it's unspoken, right? Who are we to, to hold on to that? Our future, our walk in Christ deserves that freedom of just letting it go, right? The Spirit of God is just is so beautiful, so beautiful. There's peace in that. I was telling one of my coworkers um, that regardless of what, you know, what my son's father did to me, what I went through in my relationships to this day, even though, you know, everything may not be, you know, he may still not be doing what I feel that he should be doing as a parent, regardless of what he did to me, I still love him with the love of God. I really do. I really do. And I I want nothing but the best for him. Trust me, I want him to heal and, and to be whole in God because there's beauty in that. And it's only God who can allow you to completely put what they did aside and still love even without hearing I'm sorry only God can give you the strength to do that only God can right so I I ask you to think about what it is that you know you need to give up for your walk with Christ. What do you need to give up for your walk with Christ? Strengthen your relationship with him to free yourself 
and have full access to the kingdom of God. Right? There's nothing like having the keys to the kingdom. To go in any room and, and have whatever it is that you want. Can you think about that? Just think about that. Being a little kid, having the keys to every room in the, in the kingdom and the kingdom of heaven. Come total access to anything that you want. That's beautiful. Why would you block your access to that? Mm. It's not worth it. No, ma'am. Nothing is worth it. Nothing is worth that. And when the spirit is done, I'm done. Because if I keep going, I'll just be in myself. But my spirit man is saying that that's enough. So um, I'm going to have to end it there. But I, I I encourage you. I encourage you ladies to um, think about what you need to give up for a, a better relationship with God. Mm. I know what I need to give up. I need to give up that wine. <laughs> so I'm giving up that wine. No more wine for me. <laughs> no more wine. And I'm absolutely fine with that because the keys to the kingdom of heaven is uh, worth way much more than drunkenness. Amen. So, uh, I I encourage you to let God rest in you, to let Him rest on you like the dew in the morning. Ooh, Jesus, let Him rest on that area in your life where you're hurting. Let Him rest on it. I promise you, He'll give you a peace. Ooh, a joy. Amen. And then you need to pray, pray without ceasing. Hey. And I'll tell y'all, I pray, I've started to pray for everything. <laughs> I'm waiting in line. I, I, I pray. I pray. Um, sitting in the car. You can literally pray doing anything. And I've started to do it. And I'm telling you, there's this... Uh, <laughs> This feeling that you 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 have when you're doing it, it, and like like I said, it's not just the prayer that you need. You also need to have that faith behind it, knowing that God will do exactly what He said He's gonna do, and I believe it because it ain't no ain't no sense in not having the faith and the expectation, right? And just praying, and and nothing's gonna happen. If you pray without having faith, right? Faith is the key on top of the prayer, hand in hand. So pray and have faith that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know that God's going to do it, that you know that God's going to do it. Hey, yeah. Um. So pray without ceasing and then. Think about what you need to give up, right? Think about what you need to give up, ladies. And that's all for me, folks. Y'all remember, okay? I'm praying for y'all. Um, if if you're if you're listening to this and you're still listening to it, 
Um, I prayed for you. And um, I pray for your strength. And in whatever situation you're going through, I pray for a sound mind. And I pray for sweet sleep, peaceful sleep, peaceful rest, and that you wake up energized in the morning. Ooh, y'all know I prayed for for good sleep, and then I I prayed for um to wake me up on time, fully energized. And my pastor said something tonight at Bible study. He said he prayed for a supernatural rest or supernatural sleep. And I said, ooh, I'm going to pray for that because ain't no ain't no sleep like that. Because, like, you can go to sleep at whatever time and God still gives you the amount of sleep that you need in however many hours you're sleeping for. So I believe that God can do it, right? I, I believe, okay? God ain't got no choice but to to act. But I'm just praying for a sweet, sweet, supernatural rest for you tonight. I know you need it. And then I pray that whatever time that the Lord sees fit for you to wake up, that he gives you the energy of a of a toddler and that you're productive in uh, doing his will for the next day. I pray, I pray that for you. Uh, let them rest, rest, rest in your area of, of pain, your area of growth, that area that's a little difficult for you at this point. And I know that he'll do it for you. I'm praying for y'all. And I love you. I love you to life. So stay sweet. Stay, stay. Stay blessed and stay encouraged. Love y'all. Talk to y'all next week, y'all. Y'all be praying now. Pray without ceasing. Bye, y'all.